The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. But I tell you what, before we do that, let's take a look at how we did on Sunday. And I tell you what, first off, great job. EC crushed it across the board. Prop stars. Even our man, dude, the bread man, Jamie, coming through. And let me pray and say anyone who had Gonzaga minus four and a half, my thoughts and prayers are with you. I'll tell you what, man, let's go ahead and bring in the stars of the show. Let's get this thing fired up because I want one thing to show on the screen, and I want everybody on to take a look at it. Snake, if you could, hit me with the early edge March Madness. Throw me on that full screen there so I can see it. It's a little tight to read there. All right, so this is our top 10 in the Early Edge Bracket Challenge. Parker Wiley, David, Matt, D'Lo, Randy, Mike, Paul, Andrew, Rebecca, Brock, Spencer, James, Travis, Alex, and Rich. Well done on that one so far. Uh, We're going to continue to update that as we get to the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight coming this weekend. We'll see who takes it down and who's primed for a Final Four run. But first off, Gentlemen, it's good to see you as always. See you this time. Counselor, how are we doing, sir? Very well. What an exciting weekend. Some tough beats. I mean, you mentioned the Gonzaga beat yesterday, but um, some interesting games. A lot of a lot of underdogs rising to the occasion. And I'll tell you what, when you looked at that those brackets, you didn't see mine there, right? But but and I'm mine's far down the list. But I'll tell you what, uh, those are some really familiar names that we always see in the chat. So it's really good to see some of those people crushing it when it comes to March Madness. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And I'll tell you what. All right, it's Monday morning, right? And I want to take a breather and kind of assess what we just saw the last four days. Because every March Madness, here there are two things with it. It always delivers, right? And it's always different. So, Maestro, first off, good to see you. Second, like, w- where do we sit now? Like, what's your view on what we just saw the last four days? Because brackets are busted. It's insanity. We had upsets everywhere. Good to see you, buddy. What are your thoughts here? Oh, great to see you guys. There's so many uh, things I'd love to touch on, and I don't want to go back to the bad beat, but I will say, why was Julian Strother throwing the ball to Mike Miles up seven? Uh, and I was on the other side, but I don't know why you're bouncing a pass to a guy at the foul line when you're up seven. Uh, that game should have ended probably nine. Uh, the thing that jumped out to me are teams like Arkansas, you know, that has NBA talent and the way they took down Kansas with Nick Smith doing absolutely nothing and now drawing money against UConn, which is has been maybe the most impressive team in the tournament in terms of covering both spreads 
pretty easily. Uh, but it, yeah, it's totally wide open, and uh, we easily could have seen three number one seeds lose. But then Houston comes back, and Auburn doesn't, you know, doesn't make a shot in the second half. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Auburn led that game for what thirty minutes, right? Thirty-five minutes. Um, and you know, you you mentioned it, man. Like this this bracket has been nuts, and that bottom right corner with Arkansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA, buddy, that is a rock fight of four mm-hmm. teams. Like it doesn't matter what matchup you get in the Elite Eight, it's going to be good. Last night's game, Gonzaga and uh, TC, that felt like an Elite Eight game. Like that mm-hmm. was it was an awesome game. Uh, back and forth. All right. Before we get to our marquee matchups, uh, Maestro, I want to touch on, um, you know, some early line movements in the Sweet 16. So, Maestro, if you could hit on that, see a follow-up, because I know that we were talking about that pre-show. Uh, so, Maestro, go ahead and get us started, man. What do you see? The biggest move so far is on Michigan State. You know, K- Kansas State comes up and beats Kentucky as an underdog. They force 16 turnovers, or maybe Kentucky gave away 16 turnovers. And now uh, it opened Pickham or Kansas State minus one. Now Michigan State up to minus one and a half. Some places minus two. Everyone wants to bet Tom Izzo in the Sweet 16. He's won three straight Sweet 16. But a word of caution, the way they shot down the stretch in the Big Ten is not sustainable. They shot 58% from three. Uh, over their last four games, and they finished the season over 39% in the tournament, 7 of 30. So it's impressive that they've won these two games uh, so far without shooting well from deep, and Kansas State will defend the three-point line. Uh, So that's an interesting one. Getting points with Kansas State might intrigue me. And then what we talked about, Arkansas getting money against UConn, uh, despite the run that UConn is on, 7-1 and against the number. Um, Arkansas taking money from four down to three and a half now at most books. And, And another one that jumps out at me, Texas. Minus four against Xavier. We're seeing some four and a halves. This is back in Kansas City where they just ran through the Big 12 tournament. They will definitely have a huge crowd there. Uh, Texas is so balanced. Tenth on defense, 15th on offense. Xavier, seventh on offense, 63rd on defense. Talking about Ken Palm efficiency numbers. And I think that Xavier offense is going to have something to deal with with the length and athleticism that Texas have. Uh, Rice coming off a bad shooting game. Texas, one of 13 from deep, but they were so efficient in the two-point range that they advance over Penn State, and they pushed the game. They had covered six straight by an average of over nine points a game, and then they pushed against Penn State. Dude, incredible numbers there. And you've got to give Texas credit. Like, we forget that they lost their head coach in the middle of the season. They just didn't even, like, it didn't even phase them. They just kept going. Sia, what are you seeing so far? Early line movements, uh, Sweet 16 in general, any matchups? Just your thoughts at where we sit in the March Madness and the NCAA tournament uh, moving forward. Yeah, I'm not surprised by the Michigan State move, to be honest with you. I think it's a game I'm going to stay away from uh, for some of the reasons that Larry was saying in terms of Michigan State's um, efficiency when it comes to their shooting percentage. But uh, that is interesting. I mean, that's a pretty big line move. All the other lines seem pretty efficient to me. I mean, obviously, we're going to need to study this and look at some plays. But I'll tell you what, Larry brought up a play that that I already like. and, And I know Mike McClure is in the chat here, and I know he's a big Texas guy. And I think Texas minus four is, is, is a pretty good line. I, I do expect this. I know Larry mentioned it went to four and a half. It wouldn't shock me at all if this settles at, at five or, or maybe even five and a half. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe it's just going to be four. But I think this is this is a spot where Texas can really pounce. Larry mentioned their athleticism. I think 
Xavier's a solid team, but I think Texas is going to be too much for them over the, the 40 minutes. And I, I th- this is one that uh, I'm really going to be taking a hard look at today to get the good number and maybe make an official playoff. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm with you. Like, Texas is just, you know, uh, Maestro talked about their efficiency. I mean, they're just consistent, man. Like, both sides of the ball. Like, you don't have to be the best on, you know, one side or the other. You, they're just really good at both. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it's tough to deal with. All right. Let's get at our marquee matchups for today. Now, first off, we had the Timberwolves at the Knicks. Knicks an eight and a half point favorite, a total of 228 and a half. Tip off at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. So, Sia, I'm going to throw it back to you, man. Your thoughts here on this game. Yeah, well, I don't want to give away my pick because it does pertain to this game. But I will say this. The, the Timberwolves are in kind of a tough spot here. It doesn't look to me, and I'm not a doctor and I'm not in the locker room. It doesn't look to me like Anthony Edwards is going to play this game. He just shed his walking boot a couple of days ago. And, in you know, it was a pretty bad ankle sprain from, from what we saw the other night. I just don't think he's going to be ready to play. We know Carl Anthony Towns is out of this game. He's been out for a while. Powell might be out. The other guys that are questionable probably playing, like Rudy Gobert, for example, um, and we don't have the full status of who's playing and who's not because it's only 10 Eastern Standard Time. But I think there is the potential in cases like this to really take advantage of the line, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of inflated. It's minus eight, minus eight and a half. Uh, but without Anthony Edwards, uh, without Powell, without Carl Anthony Towns, this Knicks team has Brunson back. They're at home. Uh, this is a re- both teams have a lot to play for, but this is a really tough spot for Minnesota. Maestro, talk to me. I know nobody likes the Minnesota Timberwolves like Larry Hart stayed. Break it down, man. What do you see? Now? Well, I love Anthony Edwards' assist props. I mean, he does everything for them. If he can't come back, uh, they're in big trouble. You know, they played – they had a great three-game stretch, one-point loss to the Nets, beat the Hawks, two-point loss to the Celtics. Then he's out. They lose to the Bulls, get blown out by the Raptors. They've lost five out of six. Uh, I agree with uh, Sia. It's a lay it uh, or stay away. Okay. All right. Let's get to our next game here. We've got the Mavericks at the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, a two-point favorite. A total of 230 and a half tip at 8 p.m. Eastern. Maestro, I'll throw it back to you, man. What do you like, buddy? Well, Luca is questionable. He's missed four straight. The Mavs are the worst ATS team in the Western Conference. Only the Heat are worse. And, you know, Memphis is playing great defense without John Morant. We saw it last season, the same thing. Uh, as great of a player as he is, and he's not going to play tonight, because of conditioning, he's eligible to come back. Uh, but they're just playing great defense, and they still have a lot of scoring. Uh, you know, Bain and Clark and, you know, Tyus Jones is playing great ball. So, to me, uh, obviously, you got to watch uh, Luca's status. Uh, but to me, it's Memphis or nothing. See ya. The Maestro just said it's Memphis or nothing. You agree? You go the other way. Yeah, I'll also be walking in Memphis. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> see a scenario. Well, first of all, I don't think Luke is going to play, but I'm really just kind of guessing here. And I'm, 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 I was looking at some video of him celebrating the Mavericks' last second win against the Lakers and him coming off the bench. This is something I looked at on Twitter for the record. And he seemed pretty hot. Well, granted, he'd been sitting down all game and maybe I just was reading into it. I, I don't think Luke is ready yet. And I'm not 100% sure. Maybe you all can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know that Kyrie Irving has been declared as definitely playing today. If I'm wrong there, um, certainly correct me. But But I think both of those guys might potentially be on the wrong side of questionable. I did hear Kyrie say about his foot that, you know, it was a little worse than he thought. So that doesn't really seem great for the Mavericks, but they need to start winning uh, either way, whether Kyrie plays or not, I'm, I'm going to be on Memphis here. I, I, it's not an official play for me, but, but I, I lean Memphis for sure. All right. You're leading Memphis. And also I got to say, that was an excellent Mark Cohn walking in Memphis reference right there. Well done, sir. Well Thank you. It's, it's my second one. It's yeah. my second one in three days. 
Unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, Alan, I had Memphis to beat FAU. So that's where the Mark Cohn reference uh, was uh, initiated. And I yeah. got to say, FAU, great story. But I kind of think it should have been possession to Memphis because they got the timeout and the refs decided not to call it for whatever reason. I'm sure, they were distracted by who uh, had possession and, and whatnot. But FAU is a great story. But I, I kind of think uh, that one was stolen from Memphis a little bit. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I was on Memphis as well, money line, and uh, not only that, it also cost me a hundred dollar showdown with EC. So, yeah, Ouch. it was painful. And here's here's what would have been awesome. There was a good shot that we would have had Memphis and Tennessee in the Sweet Sixteen. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that would have been a great hateful matchup, man. It would have been awesome. All right. Speaking of non-hateful, though, lovely. Let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. It is all sports all day long. I love it, man. All right, let's get into our best bets for today. You know what? See ya. You're a leadoff hitter, bro. You've been doing nothing but getting on base crushed it what you got man yeah let's go to the nba i kind of tipped my hand a little bit here I, I like the knicks minus eight and a half this was minus eight last night i don't mind it mind it at minus eight and a half um i wonder if it creeps up to nine we'll see but again I, this is a big number but i think it's a good number considering the circumstances we have the knicks at home the knicks still jockeying for playoff position they're the fifth seed right now it'd be very nice for them to be in, in the four spot for for obvious reasons minnesota timberwolves kind of they're not on the outside looking in yet, but they're about to be if they lose this game. I mean, they, they are they are trying to get into this play-in game, and they're just teetering on the brink of being out of it. And honestly, without Anthony Edwards and without Carl Anthony Towns, I just and without some of the role players who may not play today, like I mentioned Powell, it just seems like a bad spot to face a Knicks team who has Brunson back, who is playing very well, playing at home, has are incentivized to play. Again, this is a big number, but I just don't think Minnesota can hang with the Knicks, and I think they kind of put this thing away 
you know, it early in the second half, potentially late in the third quarter. And then, of course, in those circumstances, you worry about a backdoor cover. But I think the Knicks really, truly put this one away. Keep in mind as well, Minnesota's played a handful of games just in the last five days. I believe this is going to be their fourth game. And I got to double check, but in about six days. So they are really kind of, I guess, floundering a little bit from an injury standpoint, but also floundering a little bit just from an energy standpoint. And Knicks, opposite story there. So I'm going to take the Knicks minus eight and a half. I'll tell you what, you know, speaking of floundering from an energy standpoint, I don't know where it ranks, but I feel like today, like across the entire, you know, year might be one of the lowest like productivity days at offices around the country because I feel like everyone just, you just watched like 97 great basketball games and you come in and you're just like, kind of energy hungover. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm fascinated. Like I bet there are bosses who like don't watch sports, have no idea what's going on. They're like, why is my office? Why is everyone asleep? Like what is going on? I can't understand it whatsoever. I'll tell you what is not asleep. We've got two side plays for today. First, we're going to stay in the NBA marquee matchups. We're going to go with the Memphis Grizzlies on the money line at minus 140. We're also going to take the Blackhawks and the Avalanche under six price minus one Oh five, the NHL total. Let's hit it. Chicago, Colorado under six. Now maestro. I mean, it's your spot, bro. It's your spot. Go ahead. Let it rip, man. What do you got? Okay. I'm going to start off with an NBA prop. Terry Rozier over five and a half assists. It is juicy at minus minus one forty-eight on Caesars shop around to see if you can get a better price. Uh, but they're coming off a terrible game, 82 points against the Sixers. That was their worst offensive performance of the year. And now they get to play the Pacers, which is the third. They give up the third most points in the entire NBA, over 118. Uh, he had a great stretch of assists where he was averaging almost eight assists the previous five games. And then he only had four last game because nobody was in sync. And the coach criticized the decision-making, the impatience. And that's another way of saying selfishness, meaning we need to pass the ball. We need to get working around for good shots. And I think Rozier will be focused on that and go back to his normal level this month. He's averaging six and a half assists. Let's go over five and a half in a great matchup against the Pacers. And then we have four college basketball games today in Daytona beach, Florida at the CBI. And the crazy thing is every single spread is in the six to seven range. This was five and a half when I posted it last night. I wake up to six, six and a half. Now I'm seeing seven, uh, which of course makes me feel good, even though it's no guarantee it's going to hit. But you, I like the Sycamores coming out of the Missouri Valley. This is a team that beat Drake. Uh, they had a very tight game with Bradley, had another tight game with Drake. Offensive-minded team, spread the floor, a lot of shooters, over 78 points a game, 48% from the field. Now they're playing Eastern Kentucky, which is a very uh, fast-paced team. They press all the time, and they're coming off an overtime game, but they had to play yesterday, whereas Indiana State got to play Saturday. So you get a day off to face a pressing team and they play the first game of the day. So I don't think the press is going to have the same edge that it normally will. I'll lay five and a half. I'm not going to go higher uh, than six and a half on, on this spread with the Sycamores. The fighting Larry birds, man. Um, I'll tell you this, you know, coming up, um, I played basketball for a team that was uh, at school. He was um, all press all the time. Right. And I enjoyed it because I like to, you know, just run, you know, and, and play defense. I really, really liked it, but Dude, if you have guys that can't press and the ball gets over your head, you are in serious trouble all day long. And, yeah, Indiana State, like, once you beat that press, basically half court, yeah, yeah, you're, you're sitting pretty. Yeah, what up? 
what I like is that they also have a lot of seniors, uh, including Cam Henry, uh, who's been on a tear in the postseason. He played great against Bradley and Belmont and also last game when they took out USC Upstate. Uh, and they were they said they were rusty. I'll take them at their word. They only won that game by five. They hadn't played in two weeks. Now getting that nice just one day off break to get ready for this track meet. Uh, I think they'll put up 80. And Alan, speaking of Indiana State, I mean, one team that really did such a good job breaking the press, like you mentioned, was Miami against Indiana. I mean, yesterday, Indiana tried to apply some pressure when they found themselves down double digits with about five, six minutes left. And Miami was just so good at breaking the press. Once they got the ball to the half court, uh, you know, it, it was interesting because not only had they beaten the press and they could have just stalled the clock and waited to get fouled, but they were doing something really interesting. They were actually attacking the basket because they saw that Indiana was was kind of lined up with with nobody back there and anticipating Miami not going to the hole, anticipating Miami just kind of taking the taking the clock down and they would just score every time very easily. So there are some of these teams that are so good at beating the press. And, and it's good. like this kind of just dovetails into uh, Miami's matchup next week. I, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup against Houston. Hopefully Houston's healthy. If they are, they're going to win. But Miami was really clicking, a very athletic team. That's going to be a really interesting matchup next. Oh, my dude, I 100% agree. Miami is crazy athletic. They know how to score. They don't always play the best defense, but it fits their offensive style of what you were just saying. And Miami rebounds way better than people give them credit for. Mm -hmm. Like, Houston, good luck, man. Like, you're going to have to bring it, dude. Like, Miami is athletic as hell, man. They are a fun, fun team to watch. I completely agree, man. I completely agree. I'll say what also is fun. Snake, one more time. Let me hear from one of our partners. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Look at Magnolia Lane right there, looking good. I love that, you know, Augusta National is, is basically taking over all of the entire city. Like, they're just expanding and expanding. And you know what? Everything they touch is gold, so they might as well, man. It's beautiful. All right, Snake, everybody, go ahead, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. Courtesy of our man, Jake the Snake. Dude, the Snake doing a great job as always, man. Larry is on Indiana State minus five and a half, as well as Terry Rogier over five and a half assists. Sia is on the Knicks minus eight and a half. Two site plays. Grizzly, Grizzlies money line at minus 140. And in the NHL, the Blackhawks and Avalanche under six priced at minus 105. Gentlemen, any final thoughts that you have before we head out? Well, I'll say this, and this kind of like plays well into the Knicks play. I mean, I, I think we can be thankful that this time of year, load management season is basically over because most of these teams, I mean, obviously there's teams that are tanking and things of that nature, but when it comes to the teams that are still in it, um, we we have a lot going for us in terms of 
kind of being able to anticipate the injury report and and having to anticipate players playing because these games really, really matter. And of course, that goes through the playoffs. So this is really the time of year. Um, I enjoy betting the NBA more than anything because I know I, I can anticipate uh, who's playing and who isn't. Yeah, it, it finally feels like it, it's it's we, we're getting a, a time of consistency across the league, right? And, you know, here's the weird thing, too. Um, in regards to load management, I know that, like, fans hate it. It, it might work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 like, it might work. Like, I, I think Giannis has been, like, a great example of that, uh, of knowing when to play, when to sit. Because uh, every time he comes back, he's generally pretty good. Right, like he generally read it. Yeah, Maestro, what up? No, and I've said this before. I think the way to get rid of it is to make the playoffs more meaningful and, you know, cut back, um, make the regular season more meaningful and only have four playoff teams from each conference, which I know will never happen. The money will not allow it. Uh, but that's how you get guys to play regular season games, uh, you know, because they know they'll they, their team needs it. Uh, but I'm thankful for, I know what C is thankful for, I'm thankful for college basketball every day this week. You got NIT tomorrow, NIT Wednesday, and then back to the tournament on Thursday. I missed the basketball classic, but at least we have CBI and NIT. Yes, we do, Maestro. Yes, we do. All right, gentlemen, well done. We'll be live today at 4 p.m. Eastern for the early edge in five. But until then, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you later today. Thanks. world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!